Games Podcast episode 14. I am your host, Cody Teacher and I'm alongside my friend Sam Suvak. Hello. Hello, Sam. How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, got some good news today, so pretty awesome. We'll uh, probably eventually talk about that later on in the future, but cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, welcome to Geek Card Games Podcast. Big episode this week. We're talking E3 predictions, we're talking a bunch of video game announcements because Apparently, you just announce your game before E3, before mm-hmm. you even show it. Like, that's that's a new standard, so yeah. tons of stuff. We're going to have a huge section talking about new games that got announced, and we'll be reading some uh, listeners and viewers' E3 predictions that they sent in to us. Uh, but first, let's do some housekeeping. Uh, just this week, just, just last Friday, we released the uh, archives of three of our live streams. Uh, you can watch Divinity Original Sin 2, some Destiny 2 Iron Banner, and H1Z1 live stream. So if you could not see those on Twitch, you can now see them on YouTube. So yeah, go watch those if you would like. Um, some pretty funny stuff in there. Divinity Originals and Two will be talked about later. So mm-hmm. look forward to that. And um, H1Z1 buddy... and Destiny oh. Iron Banner is pretty awesome. Yeah, Alejandro joined us for Divinity Original Sin. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing for housekeeping, it is Pride Month, and Ooh. so this. We are uh, very proud to support Pride Month. Uh, I don't know where I heard this quote before, but it is, uh, being yourself is the best superpower. So mm-hmm. shout out to all you that uh, support Pride Month and are celebrating Pride Month. We uh, we here at Geek Heart Games stand by you. Um, Sam, did you like to say anything? No. Well, I just want to share this little story because Cody texted me today and he was like, hey, what do you think about if we changed the green heart to a rainbow heart for Pride Month? And it just made me so happy and I got so excited about it and just uh, means a lot to me. So I'm really excited about that. I love Pride. We've got the Pride Parade here in Tulsa this weekend. So I'll be going to that. And uh, yeah, we're going to be hopefully talking about some... uh, well, I eventually not not today because we were you know E three and like Pokemon you know get in the way of of Pride stuff. But uh, eventually in the future we're going to be talking about um, a lot of queer representation in games because like there's there's a lot and it's it's a great time to be a queer gamer and there's just like a lot of stuff I want to talk about. So I think we're gonna dedicate most of an episode to that in the near future. So yeah. Yeah, so be on the lookout for that and uh, let's uh get down to business we got some video games we want to talk about sam why don't you start us off about uh um, what's this is um, no, 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 let me no, no no hold on i had this whole thing i was gonna do because i was gonna say so as you all know just last week detroit become human came out and that's the big hot game going on right now so of course being the responsible podcaster i'm gonna play and talk about quantic dreams old game beyond two souls <laughs> so this is uh one of the free ps plus games that we had in may and i haven't played a quantum quantic dreams game in the past it's although hard to say. it is it's weird um i'd heard good things about heavy rain uh and i'd actually never heard about beyond two souls until very recently um because it's got ellen page and willem dafoe uh, as the main actors in it, which is really cool. And one thing about Quantic Dream Games, they do really good like faces and just like their graphics are are tremendous. So like it really looks like Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe. Um, so 
these are kind of, I mean, I'd, I'd say they're kind of like Telltale games uh, in that you're, it's mostly about the story and you're going through and doing things. And there are like, there are a lot of quick time events and different things that you have to do, which I'm not a super big fan of, um, but it kind of works in this way. Okay, let me just, let me just start from the beginning. So this game, um, it's about this woman named Jade, I think. And she has this ability. There's this spirit that kind of lives inside of her, I guess. She has access to this other realm. And so as you're playing, like you'll be playing as Jade doing stuff and then you'll hit the triangle and you can like let the spirit out and he'll go out and can do things. Um, she says at some points that he's like very angry and sometimes it's hard to contain him. And then like, if he gets too far away from her physically, uh, it starts to become very painful for her. So he's just like this thing that lives with her, like an invisible friend, but uh, you know, like real and can affect stuff. Um, and I guess there's two ways you can play the game. When you first started, it's like, do you want to go in the narrative order that we originally planned out or do you want to go in chronological order and so I was like well I want to go in the order they planned out because a I like when stories kind of jump around in time and also I mean if that's the way they planned it that's the way they want the story to lay out so I thought it would be more interesting to play it that way um and when you start out she is in a uh like police headquarters office and she's got like a shaved head and she's not talking to this cop. He's trying to like be like, hey, what happened to you? Are you okay? And like, I got a really strong like 11 vibe from Stranger Things that was kind of feeling like it. And then you kind of cut away and come back later and like this, oh, because I guess some feds showed up and then like this place has been massacred. And so you don't really know what happened. Uh, and as you go along, you get to learn about her powers and how to control her. She ends up working with the CIA. Um, and so you go through like basic training. And this was a part where like you had to do the quick time events to like learn how to fight and do different things. Um, and it ended up being pretty cool because like in in the middle of a fight, like it's kind of like a cutscene, but just with these quick time events and like the scene will just kind of, after you've learned how to do it, after you take the training wheels off, the scene will just slow down a little bit and you'll have to know, okay, if she's like headed this way, I, I put the joystick this way and that makes her like do the punch. And so you just have to like follow her motions to get her to go all the way that way. And then like the way that it flows with the cutscene is really cool and it makes it like actiony and a lot of fun. Um, so that was pretty cool. There's um, like, a little bit of like relationship building stuff just between like how you can interact with people and like what you can choose to do or not do. Um, there was this time where she went, she was like a teenager, I think. And um, she went to a birthday party and she was like the weirdo and like things turn bad and people are being mean to her. And she's like, okay, am I going to get revenge or am I just going to leave? So you get like different decisions like that. I got revenge just FYI, because why not? As you do. Um, yeah. So, but um, it was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't get super far in it, but, uh, but I like it. Um, so that's something that, you know, if you've got your free PS plus game, you should test it out. Cause I think, I mean, Detroit become human is going to be kind of a similar uh, play style and stuff so you could kind of test it out and see if that's something you'd be interested in before you drop 60 bucks on the new game but um yeah 
Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure because we released this on Monday, you will have one day to download them, and then it should be Tuesday that they reset to the June games. Yes, so you better get on that if you haven't downloaded your free games. Yes, if you haven't, really, what are you doing? Get with it, okay? You don't want to miss out on free games. I've never played a uh, Quantum Dream game. I don't know. I just I know they're very narrative. Like they're that's all they do mm-hmm. is narrative based games. And I've heard good things about Heavy Rain and some good things about Beyond Two Souls. Uh, and I'm not interested in Detroit at all. I may pick mm-hmm. it up when it's cheap. Yeah. But yeah. So I'm glad to hear you're having some fun with it. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. And I will say it has this thing where you can download an app and like use your phone or your tablet as the controller. That shit does not work. Okay. I tried it on two <laughs> devices, did not work at all. Melissa tried it. She couldn't get it to work. So that doesn't work. Just use the controller. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So it was a neat idea. Didn't yeah. work out. So. Okay. All right. Uh, and so this week I have a couple updates on stuff. So last week I mentioned Wizard of Legend. Um, so I've got more into that game. Actually, I've gotten about like about six hours into the game at this point. Um, I am terrible. Oh my god. <laughs> so everything I thought I knew about this game, not true. So there's one kind of big long dungeon, but it rotates. So there is a fire section, an earth section, and I believe an ice section. And I've noticed every time I go into the game, there's a different section at the start. So the first time I played, it was the ground. And the second time, it was the fire. And I was like, oh. Um, so you kind of have like two randomly generated dungeons. You beat the bosses, you go to the next room. And then it's like a big boss. He's uh, They're called like... Uh, I want to say they're probably like Master Wizards at this point. Okay. Um, and so I'm not very good at this. I get hit by <laughs> everything. Um, I need to try it docked. I've only tried handheld. Okay. I feel like maybe if it was docked, I would have be, have more room to see stuff because you know it's kind of compact on that tiny screen. Um, I've been trying different spell combinations because like I have a giant fireball and I know I'm good with the giant fireball but the other spell I get to cast I'm just not good with any of them because like the first one they give you is like a bunch of tiny fireballs and like you shoot a bunch of them out the issue is I shoot them and then turn my character at the last second so they all go the other way and they don't hit anything just to clarify so what you're saying is you only like the big balls you don't like small balls yeah just the big balls not a a small ball just checking Um, I like a little bit of meat on the the balls. Um, God, that was such a weird joke. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm just not very good. Like, but I'm having fun. It's the thing is like, I'm having fun going in there, and like, even though I'm getting my ass kicked, it's fun to me to keep getting. The point point is, you collect crystals every time you complete a room, mm-hmm. and you use crystals to buy cars, buy items, and it's like my plan is keep going through keep getting a bunch of crystals and then the one day i'm gonna be like all right this is it i'm gonna get through this dungeon this time and it's a lot of fun like i feel like i'm gonna keep playing it over and over and eventually it's almost like that slate spire feeling where like you keep playing because you know one day you're gonna get that clear that's what i want so um it's a lot of fun i do want to try it in co-op i just need to find somebody who will play it in co-op with me it's i wonder how the co-op like if it's balanced for co-op like do enemies have more health? Um, is there less? Because there is like ways you can cheese enemies where like the giant fireball, you shoot them and they does an explosion, they bounce back, and in half the time they bounce back into a pit. I wonder <laughs> if there's less pits because yes. you have two people on the screen, okay. so 
Um, I do want to eventually try that with somebody. Is it I... on Switch? Yes, it's on Switch. That's why I've been playing it. How right much now, is really. it? $15. I might do that with you. I've heard it's yeah. really hard, but like fun. But yeah, I, it's... you know, I could I try know. it. Do you think I'd get yeah. angry? Possibly. Um, <laughs> I haven't gotten like angry. I've just been like, ah, shit. Like, you know, I know I'm damaged. Like, that thing hit me and knocked me into the pit, and I took like 20 damage. Well, we um, would just put a time limit. We'd say, we'll play this for an hour, and then after yeah. that, we're just going to stop before I get too mad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Like, I'm bad at it, but I think it's a like, sign of a good game, is even though you're doing terribly, you're still having a lot of fun. So yeah. I've been having a lot of fun with Wizard of Legend. Uh, it's also on PS4 and Xbox, I'm pretty sure. So like, if you want to play on a big screen and not have to put it into the dock, there you go. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, we talked about last week was Friday the 13th added single player challenges and I finally hopped in and I haven't finished them all and you know I kind of save them I don't want to like rush through them and then be like <laughs> well, what do I do for the next six months um so at the time I'm about halfway through them and I'm liking them a lot I like that there's there's you can't beat every challenge uh, in one go because there's mm -hmm. multiple different things you have to do uh -huh. I like that it adds a replayability um, some of them are kind of annoying because mm -hmm. there's certain things that glitch out oh. um, there is one in the second one where you have to take a character and put her face into a boiling pot of water but the issue is the character model will glitch out at the last second and she'll turn and see you it's not like the character is actively turning. It's just character like glitches to the left, right as you're about to walk up and grab her, and she's like ah, and then she starts running, and then you can't do the kill because you have to like. <laughs> it's annoying. Um, I'm having a lot of fun. I think it's really cool. It's awesome to unlock things through it. Like uh, if you do all the challenges, you get like bonus emotes and stuff. Um, I do wonder if they're going to constantly keep adding them. I don't know if this is a one-time thing. They haven't really made a statement on it. I think there are some things they can improve on, like a skip cutscene, because the second challenge has a cutscene that's mm -hmm. very long and rather annoying. Mm -hmm. um, and I had to watch it probably about 20 times because I kept messing up <laughs> on one challenge. And I was like, I think I'm going to just turn the volume off and put some music on. So Yeah. Um, Sam, did you hop in and try them? I thought uh, I saw you had also tried it. Yeah, so I tried it. I was in the first one. Um, I don't know what I really expected, but this was not it. Um, so, Same, a little bit. <laughs> um, like, I thought like I was going to, like, and maybe I'm just not doing it right, but I thought I was going to be like, this is going to teach me how to be a better Jason. But really, like, just the first one, it was like, well, you need to, like, just go and kind of wait for a while for someone to come over here, and then you need to sneak up and kill them. Um, and so, like, there was a lot of sneaking and waiting, and it just that wasn't super fun for me. Um, like, I felt like maybe it was going to be training me how to use my special abilities better. And like I got to the second challenge and I was like, well, maybe this one is supposed to be teaching me like how to teleport better because maybe I'm supposed to like teleport into the house behind these people because like trying to sneak in the house looked like it was going to be real hard. That was where I stopped because I was like, I don't want to do this. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's 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 a neat thing to have, but I didn't have a lot of fun with it, and I think it made me kind of realize that my fun with the game is more from playing with other people rather than just yeah. playing by myself or trying to be better as Jason. So I was like, meh, it's fine. I am curious because I got everything except the hidden challenge in the first one, but like, what was the hidden challenge? Okay, so I. Th- the people, the amount of people who actually play Friday Thirteenth, and they're listening to this. Ah, so here's the hidden challenge. Yeah. So, uh, what is the character's name? Not Chad. Um, Bugsy. No, not Bugsy. Uh, Adam. Okay. Adam will get underneath the back tire and try to repair it, and you get to sneak up and like. What I found is, if you do the ghost morph, where you like kind of fast travel forward, mm-hmm. um, if you do that, there's a split second where you they do not see you. So you need to do that and get like right up on him and come out of it and just start spamming X. And then you will pull the tire jack out from underneath and it will come crashing down his head. Um, the reason that's hidden is because it was an Easter egg from when they tease single player challenges okay. um, in that video a while back. Um, yeah, I do feel like there are times where I'm not like these. You're playing as Jason Voorhees. And there are times when I'm doing these challenges and I don't feel like Jason Voorhees. Like, I shouldn't have to go hide in the corner of a room <laughs> while someone walks up to a fireplace so that I can throw them into a fireplace. Yeah. I should just, you know, and like, I get it. You can't just be like a mass murder and killing machine. It's, it's called a challenge. There's single player challenges. There has to be a challenge to it. Um, but I am having fun with it. I'm going to keep going through them. Um, I This doesn't tie into single player challenges, but I do have a complaint about. So. They haven't added dedicated servers yet. And when they do, I really hope they like have a double XP weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, because the fact that I have to be like, I think it's 117 or 112 to unlock weapon switching is stupid. The fact that you're putting that mm-hmm. behind a time gated, level gated thing is just awful, in my opinion. Yeah. It's like you have so many issues with like host leaving. Um, the first couple months of the game were not the best. Like, I love the game for all its faults, but... And, like, granted, if I had played this game every single day for the past year, because it did come out a year ago, apparently, yeah, I'd probably be that level, but I'm not, because I don't play every single day. And, like, I get it, like, maybe I'm not dedicated enough, but, like, everybody is complaining about this <laughs> on the forums. Like, Jesus. Like, I'm, like, level 50-something, I believe. Like, I've put my time in. I'm pretty decent at the game, I feel this is ridiculous man like i just want to and like if this is what they're doing with this i do wonder like the next jason that comes out what is the level requirement going to be 80 mm-hmm. because like i want to play as jason x i love jason x like so well that was that's a good thing, thing, a bad thing i wasn't sure about because like some of the challenges you have to complete them playing as a specific jason and so i was like if you don't have that Jason unlocked, can you not do that challenge, or are they unlocked while you're doing the challenges? Um, so when I first played it, I was you had the, they also added a login screen now, like you have to be logged into your account. Okay. So I was like, okay, I wasn't logged in because the internet at my girlfriend's house was kind of bad at the moment. Um, and I did the challenges, but because I was on a technically brand new account at level zero, because I wasn't logged in, the only ones that were available to me were part three and part five. Okay. Um, and so for the first challenge, I was able to do because part five is unlocked. But for the second one, there is a challenge for part six. Mm-hmm. 
I couldn't do it because I didn't have part six unlocked. Luckily, if you're not logged in, like stuff still carry out, carried over to when um, I did log in, so okay. I didn't have to repeat challenges. That's, so that's good. good. Um, but yeah, but then like, I think the way they do the leveling for like the Jasons at the start was fine because like, it's kind of like three, six, nine, twelve, and like I think the highest one is like rank forty-seven or something, rank forty to play as part four when they had released it. Um, but yeah, and then you mentioned that now I'm wondering if when they net for release a new Jason, there are more single challenges going to come with that because you're now on a new map and so they can do more. But then like we're almost running out of Jasons at this point, so <laughs> yeah. where do we go from here? I don't know. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, so I, I still love that game. I'm always going to want to play it on every Friday 13th and all that. Uh, I just would like to see, you know, a little bit more. I know they're doing their best, but just let me skip cutscenes. I don't want to hear a character fake moan 20 times. It's getting really old. <laughs> so anyways, Sam and I did a game preview this week for Divinity Original Sin 2. Uh, a little background. Sam, wait, wait. I know I haven't played Divinity Original Sin. Have you played the original? No, I never played no. it. So this was both our first experience with this game series as a whole. Mm-hmm. What were your initial thoughts? I liked it a lot. Um, it felt very much like we were playing D&D. Um, when we first logged in, there were so many different, like classes and races and different stuff like we didn't you know we were kind of rushing through it because we only had like a three hour preview window um so i didn't want to like try to delve into what all the different things were but like they have a wizard and a witch and like a sorcerer and like all these things that like normally you would think like that would be one thing but they're all broken into different classes so i'm like man what are there's so many options here this is going to be really cool um and then you know depending on who you play as you get different types of spells um so like we all had different stuff that was pretty cool i was like a necromancer type person it's like i could bring dead bodies back to life and make them explode and I could do... What else was I doing? I don't even remember. Oh, I had a swarm of like mosquitoes. Swarm of mosquitoes. And I had a fire oh. thing. Um, yeah, you had a fire breath. But was that from your lizard character? Or was that from... I don't know. But it was yeah, pretty awesome. But yeah, tell yeah. them what your abilities were. I think the name of the class I was was a metamorph. But the best, like... I think that's what it said because um, it's like metamorphosis because I could turn into things mm, yeah. sort of it's almost like a druid in a way like from World of Warcraft because like I had I could grow bullhorns and then I had an advanced area of attack because normally you have like a tiny little area of attack around you but then I could bull rush charge people um, I had a I could turn one of my arms into a tentacle and like reach out and slap somebody with it and weaken them <laughs> I could turn somebody into a chicken, which was the best, because I turned Sam into a chicken, like, instantly after I found that out. I loved it. Um, Let's see, chicken, bullhorns, I think that was it. I I feel like we had four, but I don't remember what the other one was. Like, there's probably, like, one that just wasn't as good as the others. That's why we don't remember it. Probably. Oh, I could encourage. I, like, could be like, oh, buff you guys. Um, And then... So at the beginning of the game, they put these like collars on you, 
and it doesn't allow you to get a certain type of action point. But if I had gotten, if they got the collar off, I would be able to get that certain type of action point. That I could summon a ghost wolf. I really wanted to do that, but I never got a chance to, so I'm sad. Yeah, but, yeah, because I guess um, we start out as we're prisoners of some sort, but we've yeah. got quite a bit of freedom. Um, well, at first we were on this ship, and I guess there was maybe a storm, but then there's also this giant tentacled monster which did not seem to be related to Cody's tentacles because it did not like us. Um, but yeah, it's it's got, like, you can talk to most people and, like, you can have pretty wide range of, of um, dialogue choices to talk to them, and that was pretty cool. Um, I, like, I had the chance to try to save somebody, but I was like, oh, I don't think I want to save her because she's the one who put the collars on us. But then Cody was like, no, you weren't paying attention. She was really nice to us and was like trying to like help us. And she couldn't help that she had to put the collars on us. I was like, oh, okay. So I guess we'll save her. Um, but yeah, and then like there was this... Well, like, uh, what? Go ahead. The first thing in combat we did, you we walked into a room and someone was like, what are you doing? And Sam was like, I'm going to fight them. And then we were like, oh. <laughs> no, because I was playing as a lizard. And one of my responses was like something about oh you're prejudiced against lizards and so i was like yeah i'm gonna do that one and then it escalated to a fight of course so yeah, yeah we we got into some fights that we probably shouldn't have been because then somebody else after we after we sh like shipwrecked we were on this island and we found these authority figures that were fucking with this other lizard lady and they were going to make her cut her own tongue off and like what? I don't yeah. even know what that was about but I tried to start a fight there but it didn't work because um, I guess we weren't at a story point where we could fight the authorities but uh, but then we were in this little village and we were going around and you could find little quests there there were options to steal stuff I don't think any of us stole anything so we didn't get into trouble um, but we got sent on a quest and we had to go fight these giant crocodiles and like Cody was walking ahead of the group. So he was going over here. Me and Alejandro were back here. And like we all kind of got into fights at the same time, but we were not in the same fights. So Cody was fighting the crocodiles. Me and Alejandro were fighting this other like wizard person. It was not going well. Um... <laughs> I think this was my favorite part of the game because like, so I guess we should take one step back. So, Divinity Resident 2 is a top-down mm -hmm. RPG, almost like Diablo, sort of. Um, it's just, like, not as much loot. Like, I don't know what... I don't think we got it. Well, we found some loot. And the biggest but... difference is it's turn-based combat instead of yeah, like, oh, yeah. real-time. So. so, like, when I think of, like, D&D, &D, this is kind of like what mm -hmm. I imagined the game would be like. So, I was like, this is really awesome. Like, this is my first experience with D&D-type game. Um... So I thought this was my favorite part because like there's so many storylines going around like because like you as characters stop and talk to each other about what's going on mm -hmm. and like you can choose what how your character reacts um, and I think there's like a small part where like you can kind of like you pick a character but then you can kind of like make that character's attributes change like I had multiple options like one time I got an option for do I want to talk like an outlaw or do I want to talk like a soldier? I was like, hmm, I wonder if I like followed down those paths, what would happen? Like, does that give me a bonus somewhere down the line? Like, if I did the soldier, like, would all those people have been nice to us when we got near the lizard person? Like, who knows? That'd be kind of something I want to see. Um, but this next part we were talking about where I was up ahead fighting the crocodiles and then this dude jumps out the shadows to attack you guys. I thought this was really cool because after y'all defeated him, after, 
after I died to the crocodiles because there was three of them, but I took one down. So, um, actually, I killed him. Alejandro looted his body and found a note, and the note said something along the lines of, oh, yeah. "Your next target is a red lizard, um, and once you kill her, I will release you from your shackles." And like that's such a cool like tiny little thing to I, add into the game. I was the red lizard for clarification, yeah. so it was like a hit on my character. So it was really yeah. cool. And like that was really awesome. I was like, oh my god, this is like there's so many deep storylines going on. And like this seems like and like we barely scratched the surface of that game. But this yeah. seems like a, and like I think the max people you can have in there is five. Oh, I thought it was four. No, four. It was four because like we almost had a random in, and I was like, no, it's just oh. dude, it's three of us. Um, this seems like a great like game to pick up with like you get a group of friends together and you're like hey let's do a pretty much a and d campaign together mm-hmm. and like we didn't really pick like classes based on anything but I feel like maybe we should have a tank and a healer next time yeah, probably. instead of all of us doing our own thing <laughs> um, as we found out when we get to the arena in a second um, but yeah like this just seems like a game you could get lost in for like multiple hours in a day and like pick like put it down come back like a week later and be like all right guys hey let's get together on tuesday let's pick up our campaign again like this seems so awesome i'm like so looking forward to when this game actually releases it's releasing in october august i think august yeah um i'm this is definitely like a day one purchase for me like we may not start playing it for a long time but i definitely want to get a group together like me you aliandra byron somebody like that like this is definitely that and then, like, the next section we hold did... Hold on, hold on. Before we get there, let me, let me just say, one thing that got me real excited also was there was this dog, and so I was like, oh, can I go talk to the dog? I could talk to the dog, but, like, this message popped up and it was like, oh, you don't have your pet pal perks. If you did, you'd actually be able to understand the dog. So, like, that gives me something to look forward to. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get that, and then I'll be able to talk to animals. And then at one point, we ran into this cat, and Alejandro and, like, and that cat to were it. just friends. Yeah, and like the cat was like, okay, I'm just gonna, it seemed confused, and it was just gonna follow him around. So then, like, the whole rest of the game, it followed him around. And like, if we had that yeah. thing where we could talk to it, it would have been so awesome. But uh, the animal interactions are gonna be really cool. So I'm looking forward to that. But, okay, go ahead. Um, so, like, we were kind of like about to wrap up the stream because we did live stream this. You can watch it all on YouTube, as we yeah. talked about earlier. Um, and we were like, well, let's go do this arena thing. So we go out into an arena, and what it does is it teleports you into like a tiny little, almost dungeon-y area, and then it spawns enemies that are going to come at you and fight you. And we were so close to winning. Like, well, well we did win. To be but... fair, Alejandro won. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess my class is not a tanky class, so me being in the front line was a terrible idea. But I stand, I stand beside it because I did turn a dog into a chicken, and that's yeah. amazing. The whole thing um, going down there, I think we were under leveled to go down there to begin with. We had a real hard time. We were outnumbered and we were outgunned. Yeah, but I guess that's like a very like now we know from when we actually play the game. That's the central area to go to after yeah. we've like leveled up a little bit and we're smarter about how we play. Because that's how Alejandro learned how we remove our uh, shackle on our neck. Is after he won, oh. he got told he was the only one. I guess because we died, it didn't we count died. for us. Yeah. Um, he got told, "Hey, this is where you go to get your shackle removed." So that's really cool. Um, I wish I would have had a little bit more time with it, but the three-hour thing is over. So actually, it's um, not. Just FYI, 
um, it it keeps track of your time. So like oh. we only did like about two hours, so we probably still have an okay. hour. However, let me just mm. share a fun fact about the game preview, okay? So you start a campaign with some friends. You're like, oh, let's play. And then somebody, the, the party leader, is like, oh, I have to go help my family install this island in the kitchen, so I'm going to have to drop off. So you're like, oh, okay, it'll be fine. It'll let us keep going without you, no problem. No. So your party leader drops off, no. You get kicked back to the beginning, and because it's a game preview, it doesn't remember anything, so you would have to start at the very beginning again, remake your character, go back to the ship. So me and Alejandro, I was like, I don't know what his feelings were, but I was like, no, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I got real pissed. Um so also, let me just, can I just share Sam's corner of rage continued just a go, little bit? Go for it. So after, since we couldn't play Divinity Original Sin anymore, um, Alejandro and I went and played Killing Floor 2, and we're having a good time, we're playing, we get to the boss, which is the Patriarch, and I'm, oh. like, I'm like, oh, Alejandro, okay, so we gotta like, keep shooting him, don't let him run away, because if he runs away, he's gonna heal, and there's a trophy you can get if you kill him before he gets to heal. And Cody and I have tried to get this trophy many, many times. Every time we've played, it's really hard. He always slips away and heals. So we're like, all right, we're just going. And like, all of a sudden, Patriarch's health is going down, down, down. All of a sudden he's dead. I'm like, oh my God, we killed him and he didn't get to heal. This is so exciting. We're gonna get the trophy. But that trophy never popped. I was so mad. Because he definitely did not heal. And I don't know what the problem was. This is the first time that I've ever had a trophy not pop for me. I was so angry. You know how angry I was, Cody. You were... Oh, oh yeah. Because Cody got back on comms with us after he finished his kitchen work. And uh, yeah, I was I was very angry. It was, it was not good. So... Yeah. Yeah, that was all. Sam was uh, very ragey, and I was like, "Oh God, this is <laughs> this isn't gonna end well." Yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, enough about Sam's rage. <laughs> so that's what we've been playing. Um, so we're, now we're gonna move on to so E3 is coming up. We're about two weeks out, and so we have some E3 predictions of our own, and then we're gonna hop into some listener E3 predictions. So Sam and I have been talking, and I was like, "Sam, this is how I want to do this." We're going to have a off-the-wall, wacky, crazy prediction. We're going to have a serious prediction, like something we really think is going to be there like 100%. And then we're going to have a, hey, what do we want? Like what what game do we want to see announced or teased or anything? So I think we should start with the serious, okay. then the wacky, then the what we want. Okay. So would you like to go first on the serious? Yes. And I kind of have two because this is the one where I was That's like, fine kind of try okay oh my god i kind of maybe have more than two i don't know okay because <laughs> like there's been a lot of rumors going around about stuff yeah um one of them which i think is pretty much a certainty now is that fortnite is coming to switch right i mean that's yes there was a gamestop ad that leaked um and fortnite has the switch logo like right next to it but here's what i think part one of my series prediction i think 
that Nintendo is going to have their stuff. They're going to be talking about, they're going to be talking about Fortnite coming to Switch. And then at the end of it, they're going to say, oh yeah, and it's available now. You can go get it right now. Because when we were talking before, I was like, I really want something like that to happen where they're like, hey, this is available now. Because when we were watching um, the Game Awards, that was the one. Uh, that's yeah. where Fortnite had their thing where they're like, oh, hey, look at this 50v50 mode. It's going to be so cool. And then they said, hey, you can go play it right now. And that's exactly what we did. We switched over and downloaded the update and, and started playing it. So that was just so exciting to have something. First, it was more exciting because like you didn't even expect this at all. And then it came and it's like, oh, it's here. Um, but like knowing that Fortnite is coming, I just think like that would be another thing like they just have a history of doing it to say, hey, you can play it right now. So there's that. Okay, number two on my series. Um, I think there's going to be a Persona game or a Yakuza game that comes to Switch, but it'll be an older version. It won't be the most current games. Because I think those kinds of games would be very good on Switch. And so I think they'll announce some type of port like that. I think the only issue with that is I believe... Well, I'm trying to think, was there a Persona game on the Wii? I think those are PS exclusives. I think they are. Possibly. But I think they, so I think would... they belong on the Switch. And I think they're going to work oh. something out. So, okay. I don't know. Um, also, can I just say this? This one... No, never mind. I'll save that for something else. Because I don't know that it's as true. Okay. I'm going to make a note to talk about that for what I want. Okay. So I also have a two serious ones. Okay. Uh, it's my first one. Uh, this is kind of based on the Walmart Canada leak that came out mm -hmm. a couple weeks ago. I think Microsoft comes out on stage and announces Years of War 5 is coming this year. Um, sometime after Red Dead. I think this they just want this to kind of be like an end of the year, like this is a game you pick up at Christmas and play okay. kind of game. Um, so I think it's been about two years since the last one came out. Um, and I think they're going to have a make a big deal of about how you can actually pick which character you want to play as. And they'll have a like you have the three new characters that are introduced in four, but you can also pick from the older characters that are still in the game. So I think there'll be a very big option for them. Um, so and the think, other you think Gears will come out before Halo Six? Yes. I don't really believe we get a halo announcement this year that they've okay. said that they're like i think the only halo related announcement will be um an update to the master chief collection okay so that's the only thing i see this year i think they're um and the other like, kind of serious one is i think the ghost of tsushima 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 gets a release date and it's next year around beginning of the year around where God of War and Horizon have come out February, okay. March kind of time. Uh, I think they've probably been working on the oh, game for a while. That makes sense. Yeah. So those are my two serious ones. One for Sony and one for uh, Microsoft. Nice. And okay. mine was for Nintendo. So we're pretty well-rounded. We're covering it all. Yeah. All right. Except not for so PC. Because nobody cares about PC, <laughs> no. apparently. That's too bad. <laughs> um, I've never actually watched the PC game show that happens. Like, I don't know. I'm, I might Never. try to. Well, and here's the funny thing. 
I forget, I think it was E3's Twitter account posted this thing that was like, oh, here's the easy to read timetable for all the things. And it had it in everyone's time zone so you could see when each of the things was going to be. And they had like everybody except the PC gamer one. No. Like, it wasn't on there. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, that's going to feel bad. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, so next we got some off the wall predictions. Uh, okay. Both mine pertain to one game, but. One of them is like super wacky, and one is like, this is just like kind of how I feel. Okay. Um, so both tie in to Death Stranding. Okay. I think this is the super wacky one I'm about to say. Death Stranding is not really a video game, it is a movie. And when Kojima says we've been playing the game, it's because he's been working us. That's a wrestling term for like fooling us into believing he's coming out with a video game. Nope, this is going to be a movie that we all go sit down and watch. And there's no video game aspect to this. And Sony's just like, yes, raking the money. So that's my super wacky one. Can I take that a step further? Go for it. Okay, because I've been reading stuff, like I don't know if you saw these, these articles where they're talking about how Death Stranding is going to be a community experience and like people are going to have to work together. So it's going to be this movie, but there's going to be like a phone app or something. Where when I was you just go, thinking that as I was saying Yes, it. when you're in the theater, you're having to like do stuff on your phone to interact with other people. It's I like a know. voting thing. Something. Like how you, like you vote which way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I like yeah. that. I like that. I like it. Um, so my other off the wall has kind of more, a little more serious. Um, I think Death Stranding is a walking simulator. I think there will be no combat. Um, it'll be like a visual novel almost, where you're just walking through and Kojima's showing you weird stuff. Babies coming out of mouths. I think there is no combat in that game. I think you just walk around. It's entirely possible. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> Because at this point, I don't know what that game is, and oh. that's what I feel like it's going to be. It's just going to be you walk around and there's nothing else. Well, so. I don't know. I think I heard a rumor that uh, Kojima is going to be playing Death Stranding at E3. Oh, when they... So, okay. well, maybe we'll see. I don't know. But those are some very interesting ideas. Watch and, like... it start, and he's got, like, an RPG, and he's just blowing stuff up, and I'm like, ah, there goes that one. <laughs> there's no telling okay. with, with him, though, so we'll see. Yeah. It could be very possible. Do you think he comes out with the weird robot thing like he did at PSX? I have no recollection of what you're talking about. Oh, so I he had a, like a backpack and it had a robot coming up and he said it tied into the video game, so who knows? I think I missed that part, so there's no telling. So what's your off-the-wall prediction? Okay, all right. You know how Battle Royale games are all the craze right now? But some people mm -hmm. think, I've had enough of Battle Royale. I don't care anymore. So... My idea is there's this game that's going to debut, and it's the Hunger Games, okay? But it's not a Battle Royale game. It's a linear RPG story-based game. And so when you start, you get to build your character, and you can, like, pick what district you're from, and, like, you'll have ability points, and you can distribute them how you want to build your character, and then you'll go through, and you'll go through, like, the two-week training process before you enter the games, and you'll get to focus on, like, what areas you want to study to improve your stats, and if you want to start making friends with other people or starting to make alliances, and then you'll go into the game, 
and part of it will probably be like randomly generated so there can be like different outcomes but just you know depending on how you want to play like if you're like a combat heavy person and you go in and you like hunt people down and kill them or if you're more like stealth and hide away and let people take care of each other and it'll just be like up to you how you want to play and like you may or may not be the winner of the hunger games um but yeah I thought you were going to go a very different way, and you're going to say it's the Hunger Games, but it's actually cooking Battle Royale, where you get to cook dishes, <laughs> and a certain AI will eliminate you if your dish is bad. <laughs> That's so, another option. I you're going to go there. That'd be an interesting game. Let's get it's, on it, Sam. Let's start it's it's actually it's Battle Chef Brigade Battle Royale, so Ooh. that'd be all right. Well, Battle Chef Royale. And they've said that they've... They keep making like puns that they've got something in the oven that they're working on. So oh. I don't know. We'll see what comes next from them. They could have a big E3 announcement. We never see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have any other off the wall predictions? No, that was that was okay. my one. It took all my effort to come up with that one. <laughs> um, so I have two. What we, what I really want. How mm-hmm. many do you have? Two and a half, but possibly okay, three well, if let's... I if I want something that I know I'm not going to get just depends okay well that counts so okay. we'll take turns so i'll go okay. first and you so we can end on you um i want a goddamn waluigi game nintendo give it to me give me the king of wa i need it like too long wario and waluigi have been playing second fiddle to these schmucks the mario brothers <laughs> the kings of wa need a video game and i demand it for 2019 that's okay. my plea. You have the floor, Sam. Okay. I think I misunderstood how this section would work, but it works because what I want is, you know, there have been rumors that there's a Resident Evil 2 remake. I'm sorry, remake or remaster. I was trying to blend the words there. It didn't work out. Yeah, I, got um, I figured it's what you were going for. Um, so that they're working on that, but I don't necessarily care about that. Because, like, if it's the same way that Resident Evil 1 HD was made, oh, I don't care. What I want, obviously, is the Resident Evil 4 remaster. So, um, I don't think it's coming. If there's one coming, it's going to be RE2, probably. But that would be what I want. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And the other thing I really want is I hope at the end of Sony's press conference, they're like, and we have one more thing. All you see is a mountaintop range, and then you see a robot dinosaur crawl over the top, and you just see a two flash up. I want a Horizon Zero Dawn two tease. Doesn't have to come out for yeah. till the next generation. I don't care, but I want the tease of the second game because I know they're working on it. I get so many. I would get so many goosebumps. <laughs> Okay. I also did not get this order right. You technically should have gone first because now you're just gonna say two in a row. Oh, am I? Okay, two and a half actually. So um, two and a half. Okay, so keeping in line with Sony, like again, these rumors. There are so many rumors, but I saw one that said um, PS2 and PS3 would be backwards compatible on PS4, which hmm. it seems unlikely but it would be awesome i would love for that to happen 
But even if that happens, like if they do it the way Xbox does, it's not just like all games are suddenly available. Like they have to go game yeah. by game to make it available. Um, but let me tell you. You go. I was just going to say, if if like if they made House of the Dead Overkill backwards compatible, I'd be playing that like nobody's business. I love that game. Um, all my Dead Space I, games. I don't know. That's Something. an arcade game is it not like yeah. it's, it's an arcade okay yeah i was like hustle that sounds familiar so um, there was that patent a while back and everyone assumed it was for the ps5 to have backwards compatibility oh. but sony has filed for backwards compatibility so that's hmm it's possible there's some ps2 ps3 games i would love to play so that'd be pretty cool and also like something that i feel i heard like quite a while ago that i cannot find any reference to now is i thought i saw somewhere that in the summer, PSN was going to let you start changing your PSN names. Um, oh, yes. But like That'd everything awesome. I'm finding is just like people wanting that, and it's nothing saying it's happening this summer. So I might have just they, made that up. At PSX, Greg Miller was interviewing Sean Late and was like, when can we change our goddamn PSN names? And they were like, you know, hopefully by next year, you won't have to ask me that question again. There you go. So and apparently another, like a Sony person had leaked that yeah it's coming so okay. that'd be well, awesome because i just want to be the same thing yes. on all my platforms i know man um but i was thinking both backwards compatibility and the psn names would probably be something they would announce at a psx rather than e3 because like if yeah, other people let a... you do all that already then it's not that impressive to say it hey the backwards compatibility being announced at e3 because it is this is like this is an expo they're showing off to potential brands like okay hey, this is what we have coming this year mm -hmm. so that the name change thing that'd be more of a psx or just mm -hmm. a random announcement one day but yeah okay okay and then the last thing which is the thing that i want that i think has a decent chance of happening is doom 2 i'd be down for that because i love doom it's so good yeah i i do think that could see we could see an announcement or a tease for that so. yeah all right. Okay. So those are our predictions. Um, hope you enjoyed that little section. Uh, maybe next year we'll go through like conference by conference and be like, okay, this is what I want to see from Nintendo. But you know, that's, it's our first year. I just kind of want to. Yeah. I just kind of wanted to. And I like the off the wall ones. You know, I like the that's crazy really ones. Because like straight up, if it's not Death Stranding as a movie, and we all got rickrolled here, you heard it here first from Geek Card Games. Um. <laughs> So we called for the community to send us some E3 predictions. Boy, did we get a lot. So let's go through them. Okay. So first up, for the record, if you're on the video, I'm reading from a notepad. I took, I was, this is serious business today. We got Pokemon and E3 to talk about. These are my jam, so I was making sure I was ready. So we got our good friend Megs. Um, she asked, or she would like to see Pokemon, which, hey, luckily hey, hey. we already got that announced. She would like to see some gameplay from Kingdom Hearts 3. She would also like to see a possible new Fable game. That's been rumored. Um, and then she said she hopes that Microsoft announces an, a Microsoft announcement bloody shocks everyone. Straight from her. And honestly, she said a new Halo would be cool. <laughs> but I don't think we'll get it. Next up, we got uh, Byron. Uh, he said he'd like to see an Elder Scrolls 6 tease of Bethesda. And then he hopes uh, Bioware comes out and, after talking about Anthem, mentions that they're working on Dragon Age 4. Which I think is another thing that's been rumored for a while is Dragon Age 4. Um, 
John from Twitter sent me, give me Pokemon or give me death. So he's probably happy <laughs> as well, but I'm sure we'll see a little more Pokemon. Thank God nobody uh, has to die. <laughs> yeah. Whew, I mean, it's a close I don't want to have to send that to Nintendo, John. Please calm down. And last but not least, we have Michael. He said, Death Stranding date is either in November or early next year. A release date is announced for either November or early next year. I could see the early next year. I think I think Sony's kind of done after Spider-Man this year. I don't think. Because yeah. they have Red Dead, which they're partnered with. So that's, they're going to kill it there. Yeah. So yeah, those are our E3 predictions for this year. Um, if you have any others, send them into us. Contact at geekcardgames.com or you find us on Twitter or Facebook. We would love to hear, keep hearing them because... I don't know, there's something about E3 it's just nice to talk about these things because, like, everyone has different wants and I would like to, you know, hear what you guys got to say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we got some news this week. Did we? Was there news? Yo, kind of a lot. I, like, didn't, I didn't hear um, anything this week. It was, like, dead. Yeah, no, actually, it's pretty slow. No, no, nothing got announced before E3, you know. It's, we're done here, guys. This is the end of the show. Like, <laughs> Gaming news is done. No, seriously, though. Um, kick your feet up. Get some popcorn, because this is about to be Sam and Cody talk Pokemon for a very long time, because this is important. Like, so this was Tuesday, correct? This was, yes, well, it was the day we... we'd played Divinity. We had gotten yes. off. Me and Alejandro were on um, Killing Floor. You were doing whatever, because you didn't want to join us. And I was like, oh, Meg's posted something in Discord about Pokemon. Yeah, so just out of the blue, Nintendo Game Freak dropped this Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee. It's two seven games. Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Let's Go Eevee. Um, and they, a whole other bunch of other news we're going to get They'd to. hinted at it before, because like the day or two before, they'd been like, hey, something's coming with Pokemon, and we're like, is this a rumor? Is this something real? And then like suddenly it just appeared, so yeah. Yeah. So I was playing Destiny 2, playing some PvP, and like we were killing it. Like I was like, we were up like 50, so I was like, I'm watching this trailer. Like, Sam, just give me like 10 minutes here, and then you can jump <laughs> it. So I started watching this trailer, and boy, was I about to shed a tear, because this thing was damn near fucking perfect we're going back to kanto back to the 151 i was like hell yeah um your pokemon are walking with you i love that feature i loved it in hard gold and soul silver thought it was perfect um i see the pokemon go aspects where like you're throwing the pokeball to catch pokemon like okay um i see pokemon walking around actually on the screen and you're walking into them to start the encounter i was like okay that's a pretty cool introduction um I see you're doing battling, so I'm instantly like, okay, we're good. Like, we're not just walking around catching Pokemon. This is actually going to have battling. That's important to me. I love the battling Pokemon. And I'm like, this is a damn near perfect trailer. And then they kind of like show like, oh, you can bring Pokemon from Pokemon Go to this or vice versa. Um, you can dress up Pikachu or Eevee because like they're with you throughout the entire game. I was like, this is a damn near perfect Pokemon game. Then I start reading some things that I'm like, god damn it. Um. So, so I was like, "This is perfect. This is like the most perfect goddamn Pokemon game ever." This is what I've been wanting for years. Uh, well, and listening to Cody as he's going through the trailer, it was just like so funny to hear him because he was so excited. And then he'd be like, "Oh, wait a minute! I don't know about this." So. Yeah. Um. So I'm optimistic about this game. I think there's going to be a lot of elements that are cool. Once we talk about the article, I found. Um, I'll talk a little bit more about some things. Uh, 
I think this is actually I probably should just bring up the article because the article explains a lot of things. Yeah. Okay, so I found an article on Reddit a that was came from Facebook and Game Freak has made a point that they are now gonna start separating Pokemon games by casual and hardcore. And I understand there's probably there's a little bit of issue with referring to someone as casual, but there are new players of Pokemon every year. And mm. so yeah. Um and as someone who's been playing Pokemon games since Pokemon Yellow, I don't need to go through the trainer school every single game. So it's nice that we're gonna get this split, my in my opinion. Um so Pokemon Let's Go is going to be the first of the casual, quote unquote, Pokemon games. This is supposed to be your introductory to Pokemon. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. There are mechanics in this that are not in regular Pokemon games, and that's a good thing, because some of those mechanics are a little weird. This Pokemon breeding, like, it's kind of hard to explain, like, hey, put your two Pokemon to that daycare, and maybe an egg will come out. Like, it's a little weird to say that to somebody. I don't think it's weird at all. I think you're making something out of nothing. Kids understand that, like, puppies and kittens happen, so, I mean, it's fine. I guess so. Um, so, yeah, and... I'm really like I'm excited for this game, but this is just gonna hold me over to because this is the other big announcement is that in 2019 there'll be a core Pokemon game that has everything that you come to expect and none of the Go mechanics. Like, so I'm like, okay, this will hold me over. Like, this will be awesome. Um, the big thing for Pokemon Let's Go, in my opinion, is it's co-op. Someone can jump in there with you. And this is cool to me, because, like, Sam, you, if you get this game, I want to be with you on your first Pokemon experience. When my niece plays this game, I want to experience Pokemon with her, because she's played a Pokemon game, but this, she doesn't understand all the mechanics. So this could be a better introduction to Pokemon for her. And, like, seeing your character run across the screen and seeing your Pokemon follow you is super cool. And... That's possibly the best part of this game to me is that I'll be able to experience Pokemon with someone else for the first time. That's really awesome. I think that's a great feature. I hope they carry that over to the 2019 game because I would like to continue doing co-op with people in Pokemon. I like that a lot. Um, so let's talk about some problems. There has been no mention of gym battles or the Elite Four in this Pokemon Let's Go. And I understand that to a point because maybe the gym system and maybe the Elite Four system doesn't work for but that's what I've come to love about Pokemon games. It's been a core staple. They kind of reworked it in Sun and Moon so if they take it out I don't like when you make that jump from casual to hardcore you're going to be so confused because you're like oh I have this extra stop thing to do and like it's just kind of jarring I feel. Granted you can go watch Pokemon Let's Play and you'll figure out what gyms and all that is. But I just don't agree. I hope there's gyms and I hope there are Elite Four. I hope maybe at E3 we see it. They're making these story revolve around Team Rocket and there's also Mewtwo in there. And that could be interesting. I don't know anything about it. It's this thing. They haven't really told us any details about it. Just that it's focusing on Team Rocket, what they're doing, you know, trying to steal Pokemon, what Mewtwo's doing. Who are Team Rocket and Mewtwo? Team Rock. So every Pokemon game has a bad a bad guy, and they usually are Team Insert something okay. here. Okay. Team Rocket, Team Magma, Team Aqua, Team Phasma, Plasma, something. Um, Captain Phasma the, the is there a Star Wars crossover? <laughs> yeah, Pokemon Star Wars crossover. <laughs> um, so this could be interesting. I just want to see a little bit more. 
no matter what, I'm going to buy this Pokemon game because it's a Pokemon game on Switch. Yeah. And it'll hold me over to 2019 when the real Pokemon game comes out. For me, at least. Um, some people probably won't buy the hardcore version. I guess. Did, did they say, what is the release date? Is it November for this one? It is, yeah, November for this one. November okay. 16th, I want to say, oh, for right, this one. Oh, right, it's my sister's and, birthday. Yeah. Um, it will also release beside a adaptive controller that's the shape of a Pokeball. And you can put a Pokemon in the ball, and as you can carry it around with you in the real world, and it makes the Pokemon noises. Don't you roll your fucking eyes. That is so damn cool. And I want it so bad. I will pay $60 for it. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. The other big, like, when you start realizing the Let's Go stuff is being introduced, is there's no, like, training Pokemon by going into tall grass to capture Pokemon because all the Pokemon are just walking around in the world and you have to run into them to encounter them. So I do think this is cool though because you can kind of pick the team you want better. Like you don't have to run into so issue in the, one of the, the Pokemon games is there's usually a cave you have to go into. When you go inside the cave there's a bat Pokemon called Zubat and there are 9,000 of them in the fucking cave. So you're constantly getting stopped to fight these Zubats. Now you can just avoid the Zubats and never have to fight one because you don't want to capture one. So that'll be cool. Um, let's see. Read my notes real fast. Send it on Pokemon. Let's go while I read my notes. What? What, did what you is say? your opinion? Oh, um, you... yeah, kind out? of you cut out for a second. No, I just, you said it really fast and I was like, wait, what am I supposed to be doing? I might have just fallen asleep a tiny bit as well. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, this is super yeah, yeah, exciting. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know much about Pokemon, but uh, it looks cool. I'm excited to um, get it and try it. I wish it weren't $60, but that's fine because I've, I have yeah. no experience with Pokemon. I'm going to get it regardless. Um, but yeah, I'm just pretty open to it. Um, we'll talk about something else later. I have more to say about that than I do this. Um, I do wish the price point was somewhere in the thirty to forty dollar range, um, more so forty because that's what the DS games are at, and I feel like this could be compare comparable to a DS game. Um, and but I, mean, I get that the Switch if you have to spend an extra sixty dollars for that ball. Gosh. Yeah, which I'm looking at. My I'm notes, not buying says, that ball, FYI. My notes say, "Best believe I'm buying that Pokeball." So. <laughs> Well, we um, do know you like big balls, so... I do, so... Uh, alongside this, they announced a free... The way they word this game is free to start. Yeah. Game. And it'll be coming to mobile later, but it's free on Switch right now. It's called Pokemon Quest. It features blocky cube-like Pokemon, and you are exploring an island. The island name escapes me at the moment. Tumble... Um, tum tumble... something... Cube, tumble yeah. cube, maybe. Cube, yeah, tumble cube, something like that. Um, I put a couple hours into it. Sam, how long did you end up playing? Maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay. Um, it seems kind of like a like a top down, like almost like Diablo, and you pick a Pokemon at the start, and you can keep capturing Pokemon. And there's, it's nothing like a mainline Pokemon game. This is very different. I, I wouldn't know, obviously, because I've never played another one. But this game, so you get in there and you set your Pokemon to go exploring. And 
it just starts wandering around the world. You don't control it. And so it'll go and find Pokemon to fight, and then it'll start fighting them on its own. And what you control is its special ability attacks. And so you can do one of those, and then it goes on cooldown. And the other part you can control is like this thing that makes it just kind of run away. So like I like to hit my special ability and then run away to let the cooldown reset. So then I can use my special ability again, even though it's going to keep kind of attacking them on its own. Um, but it's like it's a very automated kind of game. But then in addition to that, there's an auto button where you can push that and just let it do the whole thing for you, which I was like, that's weird. Why would you want to do that? I'll get to that in a minute. Because let me tell you, um, so you go on your expedition, you gather ingredients, and then you go to your base camp and you cook a little soup or something. You make these dishes and then based on what you make, it'll lure a Pokemon into your base and then they become friends with you and they can join your team. And so then you can have three Pokemon on your team at a time. And each Pokemon, as you level up, like it'll unlock different slots where you can have extra H extra health or extra attack. Um, and so you'll gather stones for health or attack as you're doing your expeditions. And so it's just this cycle. You go out, you do your expedition, you fight some Pokemon, you gather supplies, you cook your stew, you lure in new Pokemon. Um, and then like as you're doing stuff, you get these tickets as well, where you can like buy different things to like expand the number of stones you can hold, to get decorations for your base camp or stuff. And that's where they want you to spend money. So they want you to buy more tickets so you can buy stuff. Um, they want you to spend money to, oh, cause there's also this, um, what is it, your battery? And so like you can only do so many expeditions until your battery runs out and then you have to wait for a timer for it to reset or you can pay money to make it reset. Um, yeah, so that's what they want you to do. Let me tell you, Cody, I started playing this game. I picked Eevee as my starting Pokemon because she looked the cutest. I was like, all right, this is fine, whatever. And so I was playing it and it's doing this automated stuff and I'm like, what is this game? Like, why Why would I want to just sit here and play this if it's basically just going to play itself? So I was like, well, I mean, I need to put some more time in it because I don't want to just play for like 10 minutes and say I didn't like it. So I'm playing. I get a few more Pokemon. I start leveling stuff up. I start getting more stones. I'm like, well, let me let me just see what what else I can get, like if I make another soup. And then I got some more Pokemon. I'm like, well, let, they're about to level up. Let me just let me just level them up a little bit more. And then like, it's an hour and a half later and I'm like, what the hell? I, suddenly I'm addicted to this game. And it's like this huge time suck. Like it's so gratifying. They've got this mapped out perfectly because like they hook you in and you just want to keep getting them better and better. I don't think it matters at all because like your point is just to like, have all the Pokemon, have them leveled up, but then you're just doing the same thing over and over again. But like every time you think you're about to quit, you're like, oh, but I just need like one more expedition before my soup is ready and then I'll get a new Pokemon and then I can go see what that Pokemon is. And then you're like, oh, but I just leveled that one up and he can have a new like HP stone. So let me just plug that in there and he's a little bit better now. And it's just like, you just want to keep playing. And those tickets that I was talking about, they give them to you 
quite a few for different challenges. Like, oh, you defeated 50 regular Pokemon, or oh, you explored three lands, here's some tickets. And so you keep getting tickets, and it feels real good. Stuff like just goes, like, I think Justin from Talking Games used to talk about how you'd get excited when your numbers were just going up and up and up. And that's what this whole game is. It's like, it's just your numbers keep going up and you just want to keep them going up. And then all of a sudden you're like, man, yeah, I want to catch all the Pokemon. I want to, I want to play with these guys. This is, this is fantastic. And I'm just like, I reached the point, Cody. I was like, man, I'm I'm ready for bed. I need to stop this. I don't want to keep doing this, but I'm like, well, I could just set it on auto and I could let this expedition <laughs> run on its own and then my soup would be done. And I'm like, okay, let's just do that. So I started doing that, Cody. I'm like, oh my God, this is a horrible sign. That's when you know you're hooked is when you're not even playing it. You're just like letting it run on auto to get your numbers up. I was like, oh my God, I really need to stop now. This is definitely... A mobile game that they also put on Switch. Yes. Because the buying tickets is a sign of the mobile games. The autoplay is a sign of a mobile game. It's very popular in like Summoner's War and mm. Marvel Strike Force and the DC uh, Legends game I used to play. Like you set it on like times three or just auto and everything is done for you. Like you don't even pick the moves, like it just goes. Yes. Um, so it's it's cool. I'm not going to put a lot of time into it, I don't think. Like, I, I, I think I need to uninstall it. Possibly, because you sound like you're about to get addicted. I know, um, like, no, this needs to stop. But it's, it's a cool, like, thing to release alongside. Like, hey, we got Pokemon news, and you know we all want a Pokemon yeah. game, so here's, like, a tiny thing to hold you over for a little bit. Um, and I think it's cool to introduce people to, like, all these little Pokemons that I never knew about. Yeah. So, like, I got my team going. I had someone named Ponyta a little horse and like she has this little bounce ability and then this fire charge i liked her a lot and then i got someone named rhinehorn and he was a lot of fun yeah rhinehorn he was fun yeah so i I met some pokies and you know i like my pokies so (laughs) i don't like that you say pokies um (laughs) so if you were gonna pick eevee like who would have been your next choice squirtle Next choice. I mean, maybe Pikachu. Even though you told me not to, you don't want a Pikachu as your starting Pokey. Who's like the last one you would pick? But, but I think were the other ones Bulbasaur and Charmander. I probably would have taken Charmander next, so I guess Bulbasaur would have been my last one. You're dead to me, Sam. We can't be friends. Okay, for the everyone this... hates on Bulbasaur, and Bulbasaur is the cutest Pokemon. He's like a little cabbage on his back, like. These graphics are these blocky little things. You can hardly tell what's going on. Evie was cute because she had little ears and she looked like a little fox, okay? You're saying Evie reminded me of the biggest thing I hate about Pokemon. Let's go. We'll get back to that in a second. Um, Everyone hates on Bulbasaur, but I think Bulbasaur is cute and awesome, and I have a plushie of him, and I love him, so. Well, when I get the real game and, like, I can see him with better graphics... I'll have a more open mind towards him. I mean, I didn't dislike him. I was just like, ah. All right, so real fast. Hit a quick pro-con to Pokemon Let's Go. Graphics, I think look really good. I know a lot of people are complaining. But, like, if this is, like, the bare minimum of what we're getting from Pokemon game, just think about what the next one's going to look like. Like, it's going to look incredible. Like, um, con. So at the end, they 
they get Pikachu to go Pika, and then they let something make the grossest sound I have ever heard. Because good on you, Nintendo and Game Freak. You were like, oh, Pokemon needs another cute mascot besides Pikachu. Eevee's our boy. Oh, Eevee's a boy. Pokemon can be either gender. So Pikachu could be a girl. Yeah. Some are really like they never like really talk about it in the anime like huh. except for like Butterfree in season one was definitely a boy because he was in love with a girl Butterfree. Oh well, hey, it's Pride. And Month. in hindsight, you know, it can, well, no. that does not mean anything. In hindsight, well, no, 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 they've specifically made the the girl Butterfree <laughs> pink. Oh, okay. so very weird. Now that I think about it. Um, anyways. They let it's a very awful sounding noise to my ears. Like I was like, but they tried to get like Pikachu says Pika, so they were like Eevee. And I was like, oh god, stop, please, what are you doing? I will say, hearing the little pokies talk was not something I enjoyed. Um, so I'm not looking forward to that. I may have to play the game with the volume turned down. If I generally don't play chatty. with the sound on. The only Pokemon's got some good music, but like yeah, the like the. Pokemon like doing their things are very high pitched usually, and I don't really enjoy that very often. Okay, off the wall fun Pokemon prediction. What if they let you have different language tracks? So if you don't like the Pikachu, whatever, you can like make him be like Pikachu and like give him deep voices or different things like that. I'd be down with that. I'd be down with that. That'd be Nintendo, pretty funny, you can have that idea for free. Take it and run yeah. with it. Um. <laughs> uh... So yeah, I hope we didn't bore you too much with the Pokemon talk, but like this is very important to me. Like, this is kind of the reason I bought a Switch because I was like, Pokemon's gonna come out, and I <laughs> need to play Pokemon. So, um, I'm looking forward to what they announce at E3 for it. I hope they show a little bit more. Um, there is going to be a exclusive Pokemon to Pokemon Let's Go and Pokemon Go. They haven't announced what it is yet, but it's gonna be like coming up soon. Like when it because it. They're releasing it to Pokemon Go first, obviously, because it's out. When Pokemon Let's Go comes out, you can transfer it, apparently. So that'd be interesting. I have a feeling it's going to be Mew, because, like, just seems like what they would do. I'll explain who Mew is in relation to Mewtwo at another time to you, Sam, because it's we've been talking about Pokemon for a little too long at this point. I mean, I could go on for hours about Pokemon, but I don't think our listeners could. I think they might want to tell me to shut up at some point. Megs gave us permission to go as long as needed about the Pokemon. That's a good point. So, she did. Yeah. So she's a fan as well. But yeah. So yeah, that's Pokemon talk. But the games did not stop there. Oh, People I forgot. Oh, I thought things. we were done. Oh my god, we still have stuff oh, no. to talk about. I forgot. Okay, yeah. We got a little bit more. Just, bit just more. a couple small things. Yeah. Um. So Bethesda started teasing something with a please stand by, and we found out it is Fallout seventy six. Man, can I say it's good to see Overwatch finally cross over or something? Because Soldier Seventy Six really needed to get somewhere. Um, no, so but appa- no, no, apparently, what happened was Overwatch World happened. You know, the Omnic Crisis got even more out of hand. Apocalypse, yeah. post-apocalyptic world. Soldier Seventy Six is still kicking, so it's exciting. That's good. Yeah. Um, no, but in all seriousness, this is a new Fallout game. They announced they're going to talk about D three. That's exciting. Good for you, Fallout people. I was personally hoping for an Elder Scrolls announcement. Um, this one apparently is supposed to have multiplayer, so uh, this kind of interests me because I've never played a Fallout game. Never really interests me, but multiplayer makes every game a little bit better in my opinion because you at least you're experiencing it with someone for the first time together. So maybe me and Sam will play it. Who knows? Mm-hmm. 
it'll probably have to go on sale first. Um, any thoughts, Sam? Um, well, first, I just like the way they did this because they had the Please Stand By graphic on their Twitter at first, and then they launched a Twitch stream where they just had the graphic and they had like, the Fallout uh, boy. What, is he the Pip Boy? I don't know. Uh, no, that's Pit the boy, thing yeah. beyond there. I don't know. I don't know what that guy's name is. Anyway. Just Fallout Boy, I think is what his name is. I guess. Oh, is that what the band is called for? Is that their name? Because they like Fallout? No, I don't, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Regards. My friend know. Jesse loves Fallout. He has like all this Fallout paraphernalia in his game room. Like there's a Fallout loot box thing. So he's got like all kinds of stuff. He would know what that little guy's name is. Regardless, they have this Twitch stream going for a really long time, like hours. And like at one point somebody walks by in the stream. At one point I think they put a cupcake down. But they just have this up forever and they've got like a hundred thousand people watching it and just like waiting and it's just so funny that like when they play with people like that they're just like fucking with you like hey yeah we'll leave this up there keep you waiting for it um so i like that that happened i'm not super excited about this game i played fallout 3 because jesse uh gave it to me he um it was like one of his favorite games before Fallout 4 came out. Um, and I played it and I had a good time. It was like, it was just okay. Um, I It took me a really long time to figure out because you have, I think it's called a Pip-Boy is the thing that's on your arm as well. And it's like this yes. little thing, device that you can use. And you can use it to slow down time and like aim your shots and like know where a critical yeah. hit would be. And so it makes it a lot easier. And like I spent so much of the game before I understood how to use that. So once I figured that out, it was more helpful. Um, but then my problem with Fallout 3 is you get to the very end of the game and there's this thing where I think there's like this explosion that's going to happen. Um, but someone has to go in the room and like deactivate this thing, but the room is filled with radiation. And so like, if I go in there, I'm going to die. But if I don't do it, like all these innocent people are going to die. Um, and you've got this friend that you've made along the way. He's a mutated creature and I forget his name. Um, and... I tried to talk him into going in there and doing it for me because he's a mutant and the radiation wouldn't affect him. So he could go and turn it off and be fine and not die. But he was like, no, I think this is something you need to do on your own. And I'm like, that's a shitty way to run the video game. And so I was telling Jesse about it and he's like, oh no, you must have done something to piss him off. Cause like in my playthrough, I asked him to do it and he went and did it and it was fine. So I'm like, what did I do to piss this guy off? He wouldn't help me. And so I had to end up dying, um, but I saved the day. So, um, and then I, I haven't played Fallout 4 ever um, just cause I'm kind of like not super into the open world games right now that are really big. Um, but uh, if this is like, it's interesting to see like what this would be. Is it, yeah. similar to a regular fallout game but there's co-op or is it like a multiplayer where you're fighting against people in a apocalypse wasteland um i mean really it's I, probably I fallout it's battle royale so i mean really that's it's probably, let's just admit yeah, that's, that's what it is <laughs> i think it's more of the co-op and yeah. like you they did carry over the they said they're carrying over the base building from fallout 4 so it kind of seems like you're just doing things together at this encampment okay. and going exploring um yeah, so I guess we'll have to wait and see a little bit more details, maybe, if we're going to buy it or not. Yeah. So another big 
leak happened, and I feel really bad for this one. Ubisoft kind of blew it on this one. Um, so Ubisoft accidentally was sending out some keychains for their uh, new game. They're going to announce Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which takes place in ancient Greece. Uh, so what happened was apparently a couple gaming stores, such as GameStop and such, got a keychain feature- featuring said Assassin's Creed Odyssey. It was a keychain of a Spartan helmet, or just a Roman a Greek helmet. Um, and so everyone was it, obviously like these people who got these were just like posted to the internet so it got out <laughs> and then Ubisoft last night posted a gif of somebody kicking another uh, person off of a mountain and said we'll see you then at E3 and so they confirmed Assassin's Creed Odyssey is the next Assassin's Creed game um, yeah. I think if this releases at a better time because like the end of this year is just stacked like if this came out at the beginning of next year I'd actually play it because the issue is Assassin's Creed Origin came out last year when it was stacked I never got around to that game I heard great things about it but I never got around to it so and I love Greek um, like mythology so like I would like to just see how they tie any of that in so do you think they would really release it this year I thought they would maybe announce it and then it would come out next year because it seems weird that like we've heard nothing about it and then like it would be out this year that seems real fast so ubisoft does a the like call where they talk to their like uh not board directors but um what do they call it an earnings report something like that Mm -hmm. and so they talk to investors like oh this is what we're doing and they said they have plans for three games to to release before the end of their fiscal year their fiscal year ends in march 2019 yeah so can I confirm that one of those is Division 2 because I've already said hey this is coming um, everyone kind of assumed the other one would be an Assassin's Creed game and then the, so there's one Ubisoft game we don't know anything about but is a lot of people are pointing Splinter, to Splinter Cell, Cell. That they're thinking? probably Splinter Cell um, and so I could see Assassin's Creed releasing in the beginning of next year I think if they release it in this year, it'll get lost in the mm-hmm. shuffle again. I don't think they want that. I mean, Assassin's Creed Origins still sold good. Like, mm-hmm. just I, know, I just I didn't have time for it personally. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna try to see. I I, I can't wait to see the trailer at their convention uh, conference. So yeah, what do you say? Are you interested in? No, I was no? I was not excited to hear this. I was thinking. Hopefully there'd be like at least another year before we'd get another Assassin's Creed game. And I say that after having played Assassin's Creed Origins and I really liked it. It was a fantastic game. I almost made a video talking about all the way all the ways Assassin's Creed Origins was better than some games and that some games was Zelda. Um, but uh, <laughs> I never got around to making that. But uh, it was it was a it was a really good game. Um but I'm not like super into Bayek. I was like, eh, you know, I thought the stuff with Aya was really cool. And when we got to play with her, I was excited. Um, but like probably about halfway through, I just kind of got bored with it. Um, and I just never had any interest to go back and pick it back up again. Um, Cause I mean, it's, it's, that, it's that open world thing again. And I mean, you're going around doing basically the same thing and what a game like that really needs to carry it is to have a good story and have 
characters with a personality that you relate to and you really care about. And I know a lot of people did care about Bayek and they really liked him and his story, but just personally, I didn't connect to it. So that's why I think like a Horizon Zero Dawn was something I more connected with because I had a female protagonist. Uh, Aloy was awesome and I, I loved that story. Um, so I had heard a rumor that this one would be Bayek again which I was like, uh, not excited about that. And then I heard another rumor that you're uh, you're going to get to pick whether you play as a male or female protagonist, which is that's a lot better. That's what I heard. So um, if they do that, that's awesome. Um, but I just, I don't know. Um, Assassin's Creed, and I mean, before Origins, I was having very little interest in Assassin's Creed anyway. Um, I played, I think brotherhood and really liked it but like i'd kind of got my fill of it um so it's like i feel like assassin's creed games like i only need every few years to like play another one perhaps um but i mean they did an amazing job with origins and so i think odyssey will also be visually fantastic and like they'll have the same good mechanics that they had in origins um i think they just would need to have a good character and story that hooks people in. Um, but I mean, I don't need it until like mid to late 2019 for me. So I definitely feel like this is kind of like a early mid 2019 kind of game. Um, I, I echo your sentiments somewhat. I did play the game for a little bit. Um, when we did, when I did, uh, Extra Life last year, I rented it from Redbox and played it, and I liked what I had started to play with. It's just there was so much stuff coming out that I was mm -hmm. like, I don't got time for this right now. Like this is yeah. just too much right now, and I haven't gone back to it. Um, I do think having the option to pick who you would play as is important in a game. Um, because it also adds like you can do different things with that. Like the male character doesn't have to do the same thing the female character does. Mm -hmm. Like they can go down different paths, and like I think that's. They apparently are more leaning into the RPG mechanics because, like, the, this was a huge overhaul in Origins where they like added like ears mattering and stuff like that. Before there's just none of that. Um, apparently, there's a rumor that there'll be dialogue options, so you like can choose how you your character reacts to different things. That's interesting to me. I like that in a video game. Yeah. Um, but gotta wait till E3 to find out a little bit more. So yeah. And now that, that is exciting. now that I've poo-pooed all over it, I can totally see it happening where they have like this amazing trailer. There's an awesome female protagonist, and I'm like, oh shit, I need to play that right away. And then it ends up being yeah. my favorite game of the year. So who knows? So. Uh, but yeah, day three is it's shaped up to be a good one, man. <laughs> a lot of games get announced. Like I can't wait. It's I wish it was. I just wish it was that time already. Like I yeah. just want to be there. Um, before we do this last news thing, we are planning to cover. Microsoft and Sony's conference if nothing comes up. We're only doing those two because the other ones, like, we have an interest in, but, like, not enough interest to cover everything that happens. Like, yeah. at EA, we would like to cover Anthem, but we're not going to we don't care about sports, sports games. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the plan is for the Wednesday after E3 has concluded, we're doing a community discussion live on twitch.tv slash ecardgames. Uh, so far, it's just me, Sam, and our friend Byron joining us. We'll be discussing with members of the community through our Discord uh, about what they saw, what they liked. So we'll be going through 
each conference kind of I, I think the plan is go by each conference day by day and talk about what we liked we're gonna try to keep it to about an hour um and then so on the following pod the podcast following e3 we don't have to talk about it as much but we will talk about what we really enjoyed yeah so you will still get reactions but if you would like more there's that it'll be uploaded to youtube as well um yeah and yeah. if you if you want to join us join in with that um we welcome discussion so yeah yeah you can go to geekartgamescom slash discord for that yeah um yeah so that's our e3 plans wanted to get that out there okay so we have one last little bit of news to cover this we'll talk about it uh next week because after it'll happen next week so it's uh destiny 2's year 2 reveal live stream is happening uh next tuesday so after that we'll uh we'll definitely be talking about that they're going to talk about like what is next for us like what we'll be doing in year two and then obviously we'll get a probably a uh we're definitely going to get a trailer at E3 because Bungie partnered with uh, Sony. So we'll definitely get something there. But I'm really excited for that. I've been loving Destiny so much. like, So it's really exciting to get to year two. And So there was a community summit about a month ago or so. And apparently there was a game mode that is going to be introduced in September. And it, a lot of people are talking about it. So I'm really excited to finally see what this game mode is because I just want to know. <laughs> yeah. It's Battle Royale. <laughs> <laughs> it was Destiny 2. I mean, Destiny 2 shooting is so good. So, I it's mean, so I wouldn't good. say no. But, I um, finally have a chance at a Battle Royale game. So. <laughs> All right. Sam, is there anything else you want to talk about? Well, no. No. Okay. And we can talk about how you made a terrible decision picking Eevee as your first Pokemon. Like, Bulbasaur all the way. Anyways, no more Pokemon talk for a little bit. Um, <laughs> if you guys enjoy what we do here, we definitely ask that you leave us a review like comment subscribe whatever you're watching this on review in this on uh, it greatly helps if you tell a friend about us uh you know it gets podcast out of new years you know we want to we want people to hear our message and hear our crazy wacky e3 predictions you know i said hear our message and it made me instantly think that we were like a cult leader kind of thing happening like freeze gold <laughs> If you would like to reach us, you can reach us at contact at geekartgames.com. If you would like to follow us on Twitter or Facebook, we're just at geekartgames. Um, our YouTube channel is at geekartgames.com slash YouTube. We're almost at 20 subscribers, so thank you for that. Um, you can watch, we just uploaded the archives, uh, live streams of that. There'll be plenty of those going up. And we are starting a new series soon. Did we want to announce that now or no? I think we'd already talked about it. I mean, we have. We're doing the next season of Two Guardians. It's going to be awesome. We're doing the next season of Two Guardians. Um, hopefully, it's not too short. Um, <laughs> and then fun. after that, we'll have another series we've already planned out. So yeah. that'll be fun. Um, our Twitch channel, where you'll be able to watch us do the live streams of E3, is at twitch.tv slash geekheartgames. Oh, and we have a t shirt store. It's uh, geekheartgames.com slash teespring. No, slash shirts. -shirts? Just slash shirts. shirts. I wanted to make it Just easy. Shirts. Just shirts. So if you really, really love what we do and want to support us and want to wear some geek heart merch on your body, no, go no, get it there. Cody, Cody, it's geek heart gear, okay? Oh, geek heart gear. There Wear you some go. geek heart gear on your body. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Cody. I feel like we should start also plugging like our like gamer tags and stuff. So, But there's too many. Just 
Good point. We shouldn't do that. We'll do it if you would like to know it, follow us, follow us on Twitter and we can message Here, you. And here's the thing, people. Oh, I don't know. I was going to say, I think they're listed in the show notes, but I don't think they are. So why don't we just... Are they on the, they're on the website. They're on the they're website. On the website. But let's just go, go ahead and... Let's tell them today and then every few, like every few episodes, like every 10 episodes will do it or something. Every 14 episodes apparently will do it. Every, every 14 episodes, okay. <laughs> uh, my PlayStation... Uh, okay, we can't do friend codes, obviously, because I'm not reading those out every time. <laughs> uh, my PlayStation is Captain Red Hood just as it said and then as far as xbox gamer tags it's iron buckeye 8 it's the one that i'm using as my brothers oh so yeah what are you sam okay uh, twitter i'm at sksuvak on playstation i'm gizmoto underscore 16 on xbox i'm gizmoto 16 without the underscore with play when playstation fixes it i'll get rid of the underscore and i'll just be gizmoto 16 uh, and yeah, and once yeah, once PlayStation lets it be normal, I'll just be comic book Cody on everything. Um, all right, so thank you guys so much for listening. We greatly appreciate your listen listenership and viewership. I don't know where I was going with that one, but let's just keep going. Um, until next time, Sam, take it away. Or just two pokies who heart games. Do 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 do. Oh wait, wait, hold on. I was gonna do. I was gonna try to do. I fucked it well, up. Well, you know, you so don't sorry. do the, the really creepy Eevee thing. Like, can we just talk? It was awful. Like, my ears start to bleed. I was like, oh, God, what is this? I don't like, remember it. Apparently, it didn't make an impression. Very bad. I mean, I, know I would never want to make any come to that, but, like, just go watch the Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee announcement. It's, it's awful. So awful. Yeah. Thank okay. you guys for listening and watching. <laughs> Thank you.